Okay, this is my town. Welcome back to 100.9 The Line. I'm Rod Hawker, and we're feeling fine on the Mason-Dixon line, and we've got Doug Harbach back today. He was in last week for the Pennsylvania Gaming Board Committee. Uh, yeah, Pennsylvania Gaming Board. Gaming Control Board. Control Board. Yeah, I'm sorry. Pennsylvania. Yeah, out. I was waiting for you to correct me, Doug. And uh, <laughs> but today we're going to talk about the Lions Club. It's a nonprofit, and I don't know much about the Lions Club, so that's why I'm glad you're here to tell me all about it. Well, uh, thank you for having me again, and it's uh, another one of my passions. Uh, and it's a, you know, I have a day job, and then I got all these other things I do. <laughs> one of them is Lions Club. I've been a member for decades, and it's it's one of the service organizations that you're familiar with in the communities. Others are like Rotary and Kiwanis and Exchange Clubs, mm-hmm. um, and they raise money for charitable purposes. And they also uh, go out as far and, and my club in particular, the Chambersburg Evening Club, goes out and does a lot of projects, hands-on projects um, within the community. But the Lions Club was uh, an organization founded a hundred years ago mm-hmm. in Chicago by a gentleman named Melvin Jones, uh, and he was a businessman. And one of the things after forming that club that came along is um, he made an acquaintance with Helen Keller. And Helen Keller, uh, uh, the acquaintance with Helen Keller then brought really what has been the emphasis for service for the Lions Clubs internationally, and that is site preservation, help with the blind. Um, and we raise a lot of money that uh, goes toward um, um Purchasing eyeglasses, we you probably see the, uh, the certain containers where you can drop used eyeglasses off mm-hmm. for the lions. They are refurbished. Um, that has morphed into some other areas now. One of the emphases of the Lions Club there, mm-hmm. and they'll and then we'll have people come around at certain times and collect up what has been gathered at those places. And then there, but they're numerous. You'll see them around at libraries and other places in the county uh, mm. for collection. What do they do with them then? I mean. Is it recycled? Yeah, they're they're refurbished. Uh, The one thing that that is done generally, they are used outside of the United States uh, to help those around the world. And again, this is the largest, Lions Club is the largest worldwide organization of its kind. Um, Stretches into Africa, Asia, and other places like that. So a lot of these um, are going to um, third world countries where they they really need the help. Um, They've been... um, in Africa in particular, that uh, we've been very strong in helping with certain eye diseases. One of the uh, most famous individuals, a lion, who has been very instrumental in uh, places like Africa is uh, former President Jimmy Carter. And hmm. the, those, uh, so those glass go there. We also, one of the other things we also do is uh, we actually collect and recycle hearing aids. So that, um, oh, okay. so if someone has a hearing aid that also they, you know, like at a miracle ear, you could leave that behind and it would make sure that it would get to the lions and be able to um, have us recycle those also. Huh. Well, I've learned a lot already. So the Lions Club is based on first sight and then also hearing. So it's a, a great organization. Well, where does, uh, I mean, how, who distributes all? How does this network work? How many lions are across the world? I mean, this has got to be a big operation. Well, yeah, there, there's there's millions of lions across the world. Um we, you know, clubs here locally would probably have anywhere from, you know, 25, maybe up to 50 members. And they're, they're uh, men and women who volunteer, and they usually are the ones that do this. I mean, within my club, with this, the Chambersburg Evening Club, we have a, a couple of our individuals whose job it is to go every few weeks and, and collect up these eyeglasses and then package them up. 
so that they can go to a main a main site in in Harrisburg and then distribute it outward. So it's it's okay. a little like a UPS operation. It I goes here so and here until it goes out worldwide. Okay. So and you mentioned there's different organizations or different clubs like the Noontown Noontime mm-hmm. Lions. I see they do like a, the Trout Derby, for instance. Right. Yeah, I'll, uh, history on that is is uh, that was actually the club I was associated with for many many years when I first came to town. And was involved in the startup of that Trout Derby some 22, 23 years ago. Um, and, it was, and it was odd. We had a member, uh, Ed Heckman, who was, worked at a local bank and happened to wander across one of these events in New York and came back and said, you know, we've got some really good fishing streams here. Mm-hmm. We ought to consider doing this. So we embarked on a one-day Trout Derby, um, and it went pretty well. Mm-hmm. And we uh, so then we tried it for two days the next year, and then it just um, uh, went snowballed from there. And, and basically, if you're not familiar with it, our uh, that club gets uh, and, and our evening club actually is now helping with them. So it's kind of a joint uh, venture between the two clubs. We go out and and we get sponsors for all the fish. Um, it might and a fish might be worth fifty, a hundred, two hundred dollars. There's a little tag with a number on it. It corresponds to a. To, to a cash prize, and you bring it back when you catch it, and it matches up, and you collect your prize. There are other prizes there also um, for largest fish and a raffle, and that uh, event now is is raising somewhere around twenty five thousand dollars a year for a two day event uh, for them, and then that is that is charitable dollars that mm-hmm. goes back into the community. Wow, that's fantastic! 